Culture Footnotes, the podcast that keeps you in the loop on pop culture touchstones so that you can participate in conversations about them. I'm Courtney. I'm Shannon. I'm Tana. And we are joined this week by our special guest, Andrew, from the Pop Pop Culture Podcast. Hi, hi everybody. <laughs> um, we're really excited this week because we are going to be talking about Justice League and DC Comics. Um, in particular, we're going to be trying to focus in on the six superheroes from the new movie, so that way if you are planning on going to see the movie this weekend or in the future, you will have a good background understanding of what's going on there. Um, so yeah, let's get into it. What are what are your guys' first exposures to uh, DC or to superheroes in general? Andrew, do you want to go first? <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I mean, uh, I remember as a kid having the happy the happy meal toys of batman returns i think that's kind of my earliest memory of that um i still have the catwoman with the staples uh in her suit i think somewhere in a, in a box somewhere um but yeah i mean i, I loved batman the x-men uh animated series of course uh, i can uh, i love that theme song and i'm surprised that they haven't used the theme song for the terrible <laughs> movies that they've been releasing lately because it would instantly take it from like a c to like a C plus. <laughs> I mean, automatic half grade bump. I think for me for the X Men movies. Um, but yeah, for for a long time, uh, Wolverine was one of my favorites because um, he got to call everybody Bub. I thought that was pretty cool. I was when I was five. Um, Batman's been a long time favorite of mine. Um, I really got into superheroes uh, during the Civil War comics arc. Uh, that Marvel did about, what was that, 10 years ago, 11 years ago? Um, and then, uh, yeah, I've, you know, obviously with the MCU and all these, uh, with the DC movies, the, the good ones, the uh, Dark Knight trilogy, I guess I should clarify, the good ones, uh, I've really been into uh, with those as well. I also really like Superman Returns, even though it is a boring, boring bland, sepia-toned movie. forgot that existed. <laughs> yeah, it's probably <laughs> best that we all do. But I really liked it. I actually, I still remember, I got my wisdom teeth out, and I, um, I told the dentist how much I weighed, because I'm a big guy, so I told him how much I weighed, and he looked at me and went, yeah, let's give him another pill. And so they gave me, uh, they gave me extra, like, knockout juice or whatever. And I, the last thing I remember, it was, it, was, it was in March, so I had my March Madness bracket, and I was filling it out before I passed out. And so then the last thing I remember is, hey, take my bracket. And then the next thing I remember is I'm on my bed at home eight hours later and Superman returns at the end where he's lifting the big rock into space. He's playing and I was like, wait, how did I get here? What's going on? So like Superman returns is what, you know, brought me down off of my drug addiction, I guess. Also funny story about when he got his wisdom teeth out. He also yelled at me on the phone. Aww. This is before we were dating. I called him to ask for a ride home from class because he was usually around campus at the time and he was like, I'm getting my wisdom teeth out. And I was like, oh my gosh, that's I still do not remember that. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> no, no, very patch. Uh, the next, the next, uh, I remember Superman Returns, and then I was sitting on the couch watching a movie with my then girlfriend, and I was like, wait, how did I get here? And then my parents were yelling at me for buying too large of a cake for my mom for her birthday. <laughs> too then, large of a cake? Yeah, I bought a cake that was like this big for my mom. There were five of us. It was like three feet long. It was like three feet long, and they were like, why did you buy such a big cake? And I'm like, ugh. <laughs> That anyway. doesn't sound like a problem to me. <laughs> <Anyway>. <laughs> we had to we had to free we had to freeze that cake. We ate it for like a month. 
Anyway, shit. Yes. <laughs> Sorry. Your first exposure to um, I'm an X-Men girl, so how dare you insult those movies? <laughs> oh, <laughs> no. They can do so much better, the Shannon. Movies. <laughs> Shannon, Shannon, they can do so much better. Maybe. <laughs> I love them, though. Um, yeah, I think I grew up watching that cartoon, but as far as DC, um, when you just said we needed to say our first exposures, I'm pretty sure my first exposure to DC superheroes was Batman and Robin. Which I will stand by because I know it's a terrible movie, but man, is it entertaining with Arnold Schwarzenegger? Is oh, what is his name? Like Mr. Freeze? Mr. Freeze. Oh, that's some good stuff. It's so ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. How about you, Tana? Uh, so I have very vague memories of being like a five-year-old uh, at my family's house watching Batman Returns mm-hmm. and having horrible nightmares from it. it like terrifying. Danny DeVito, Penguin, and like all of yeah. that stuff. <laughs> That's no good. Um, the first that I remember all of is actually a reference to the Batman and Robin. Um, Adam West was a guest star on The Fairly Odd Parents as Batman. <laughs> yes! Oh, yes. <laughs> yes! So I, I saw that and I was like, I think it's a Batman joke, but I don't get it. <coughs> and so then I went and was like, oh, I get all of it. And watched like, a bunch of Batman stuff and kind of from there. Yeah. See, my first exposure was also Batman, but it was the animated show back mm. in the day. Mm. And um, I, so growing up, my family did not have cable. Like, we didn't watch TV. So whenever I went to stay with my grandparents, it was always this real treat that I got to mm. watch TV. So I was at my grandparents' house and... Um, the Batman cartoon came on and I was fascinated by it. Like I loved it and I watched like one episode and then I was starting to get into another episode and my grandma comes up and turns it off and it's like, that's not a girl's show. And I was like, but I like it. So, (laughs) but she wouldn't let me watch it and I didn't get a chance anytime when I was at home. So that was my first exposure to DC in particular. Yeah, it's kind of sad. I know, right? Classic, though. That Batman animated series is probably the best superhero TV show ever. It's pretty great. It holds up. Um, Yeah, cool. So we're going to go ahead and jump in. We're going to be talking about the main characters from the Justice League movie. So notably, that's going to be Superman, uh, Batman, Wonder Woman, Aquaman, uh, The Flash, and... It's going to be so hurt that you did that. <laughs> I was I kept thinking about Green Lantern in my head, but he was not in the movie, nope. even though they kind of teased it in the early Brian Brian Reynolds is way too busy being Deadpool. Oh, he's <laughs> not Bob Ross. He's not going to be Green Lantern again. Spoilers, there was a Green Lantern in the movie. There was a Green Lantern in the movie. <laughs> really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In the We're in a new time. Yeah, well, yeah well, <laughs> maybe, right. maybe, if you don't want to spoil anything, definitely off, yeah. off air. All right, so um, I'm going to go ahead and start. I'm going to talk about Superman. So Superman um, is widely recognized to be the first superhero, which he's actually not. There were a couple of other superheroes that were published in comics before him. However, he was the one that really like launched the superhero craze and the genre. So widely accepted as the first superhero, even though he technically wasn't. Um, so Superman's backstory, he comes from a planet called Krypton, um, where it was a dying planet under like a red sun and, um, the, the planet exploded like it was about to be destroyed and his parents put him in a rocket, sent him to earth to keep him safe. Earth has a yellow sun and the yellow sun gives him his power. Um, that's actually originally, that was not the case, but, um, over time that's basically what has become the accepted mythology there. Um, but yeah, so he's the last son of Krypton. He has a lot of superhero 
abilities. He has super speed, super strength. He can fly, though that was not an original power, I found out. There were a lot of powers that he has that were not original. Interesting. Um, yeah, originally it was just super hearing, super speed, super strength, and that was it. Um, but he could like jump long distances because of his super strength. Kind of like Jessica Jones. That's the but. leap great distance. <laughs> Who can leap great distances with a single bound? Yeah, that's the one. Yep. Um, but yeah, so he's got like freeze breath and heat ray vision and like all kinds of oh x-ray vision, microscopic vision, um, all kinds of stuff. If he's Superman, pretty much invulnerable as well. His if, body can't be destroyed. If Superman 3 is to be believed, he can rebuild the Great Wall of China with his mind. It is not to be believed. Don't <laughs> there are lots of things in those movies that are not yes. to be believed. Um, but yeah, so Superman, extremely super-powered, well-nigh on invulnerable. That's made him a little bit unapproachable as far as his comics go. Um, and he's kind of become this bit of a Boy Scout. When he was originally started, he was very violent and very, like... Um, like, he destroyed a tenement set settlement. And this was post, you know, Great Depression. But he destroyed a tenement settlement um, with his heat ray vision, like burned it to the ground so that the government would be forced to build better housing for its citizens. Hmm. So that was what Superman was originally like. In the 40s, they revamped him a little bit so that, A, he doesn't kill, which before he definitely killed. Um, and they also made it so that he was less political. Um, he has an alter ego. He was raised in Kansas by the Kents, so his... Um, his alter ego is Clark Kent, who is a journalist for the Daily Planet. His love interest is Lois Lane, also a journalist for the Daily Planet. Um, and I don't think there's anything else to be said about Superman. He once made Jimmy Olsen beautiful. dig his own grave. I think that that's... is true. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. Let's... Your dirty laundry's getting aired now, Superman. <laughs> All right. I Andrew. just turned into Lex Luthor. I just turned into yes, Lex Luthor. Yes, yeah. uh, Andrew, why don't you? Oh, sorry. I also wanted to mention because I didn't. It didn't occur to me before I did this research. Superman has spawned all of these words in our like vocabulary that we don't even associate with Superman anymore. Like, I mean, the obvious one is like kryptonite, right? You say like that's your kryptonite. It's your greatest weakness. It's your Achilles heel. But then there are also ones like Brainiac was not a word before Superman or Bizarro also not a word into Superman. Those are both villains. <laughs> Superman. And then you also have the phrase like, you're not Superman, right? Before the comics, the word Superman was a general term applied to anybody who had like a lot of prowess in a particular thing. So now it's, you're not Superman, meaning you're not all powerful. Hmm. So yeah, interesting, right? Yeah. Anyway, moving on. Andrew, why don't you tell us about the Flash? He runs really fast. <laughs> that the, is. No, um... The Flash is interesting because he's, uh, the Flash is actually one of those legacy characters. Mm -hmm. So um, Superman is always is almost always Kal El, Clark Kent. Batman is almost always Bruce Wayne. Of course, with because it's comics and comics are dumb. Uh, <laughs> or awesome. Dick Dick, Dick, Gray, Dick Grayson has been Batman. Thomas Wayne has been Batman. Um, Azrael took over for Batman once when after Batman's back was broken by Bane in the 90s. Huh. Like, there's been a lot of different Batman, and uh, Superboy has grown oh, up yeah. to be Superman and all this kind of stuff. Yeah. So there's been a lot. But the Flash is... But, but for the... Sorry. In general, Superman is Clark Kent. Uh, Batman is Bruce Wayne. Uh, the Flash has actually had several iterations. Uh, the very first was Jay Garrick. Um, and I love his origin because he was at college and he went out for a smoke break and while smoking inhaled hard water vapors so he could run really fast. That is, um, 
That is the original <laughs> origin of the Flash. Oh, it's been retcon. It's been retconned into heavy water vapor. So like, uh, uh, byproducts of nuclear waste is okay. the heavy water. And so he, and like, he got some of that splashed on him, and so it allowed him to go really fast, and it triggered uh, a recessive like metagene in him. So it wasn't interesting. Yeah, it, the Flash is from the forty, from nineteen forty, yeah. and so it was like he inhaled hard water vapors, and now he can run real fast. But then it was like, <laughs> well, that's kind of dumb. So let's try to change that. So that's Jay Garrick, who's the original one. Uh, the one who has been adapted the most into film and TV is Barry Allen, who is also the the Flash that's going to be in Justice League. He's also the Flash from the Flash TV show on the CW. Mm -hmm. uh, he was also the Flash from the 1990 TV series, The Flash. I think mm -hmm. it's also Barry Allen. Uh, but he's the one of the most popular ones. The other really popular one is Wally West, who's right after him. But Barry Allen was struck by lightning while working at Star Labs. Yeah. Uh, and that's how he gained his ability to tap into the speed force, which oh. is how he runs super fast. Star Labs, by the way, I is say, the... I just heard that and was like, oh, like in Teen Titans. Yes. yes. So Star, Star, so Labs, Star Labs, Labs by Lex Luthor. Star okay. Labs is very similar to like Shield from the Marvel Universe, okay. in that it's this big, overarching kind of vaguely scientific. It appears. Yes, that's all over the, the place, yeah. kind of like Wayne Enterprises or something like that. So, mm -hmm. um, yeah, so he was working at Star Labs and was struck by lightning, and there were some. And I want to say with Barry Allen, I think in the comics um, that there were there was heavy water there that reacted with him, and also mm -hmm. the lightning that caused him to run really fast. Um, <clears throat> he, Barry Allen's been at a bunch. There's also been Wally West. There's been, um, I think, uh, no, 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 I don't remember. Crap. I can't remember all my flashbacks now. Uh, <laughs> but Barry Allen's going to be the one that you're going to want to know for Justice League. Um, but the Flash is one of those um, legacy characters who can pass the mantle down. So Green Lantern's the same way, where Earth can have Hal Jordan, who was played by Ryan Reynolds in the 2011 movie, the terrible one. Um, and there's also been, uh, Green Lanterns have been Hal Jordan, John Stewart, uh, Guy Gardner, and Kyle Rayner. They've all been different Green Lanterns. John Stewart, like comedian John Stewart? No, he, no. no. All right. I'm just trying to clarify. I mean, yeah, I know. I know. Can you imagine that? <laughs> clarify for me, let's be honest. Yes. Uh, no, it's, uh, I think he's an ex-Marine, I want to say. Mm. Um, the John Stewart. Um, and so yeah, there's, it's, it's one of those ones that can kind of be passed down. So when Jay, I, I can't remember what happened to Jay Garrick. But Barry Mantle or Barry Allen inherited the mantle once he became the Flash, and then Barry Allen, his original death in the comics, he, in order to solve the crisis on Infinite Earths, he had to run until he disintegrated, which is like one of the saddest panels in comic book history. Is the world just kind of sitting there, and it just shows a panel of him, and then it shows a panel of him melting, and then it progressively has him melting into nothing. Um, and so then Wally West, who was Kid Flash, his sidekick, inherited the Flash. Uh, moniker. He has the dumbest villains. <laughs> I'm just gonna, Professor Zoom is the name of one of his villains. <laughs> Reverse Flash. Captain Cold, who's just a guy with a cold gun, cold ray. Um, he has yeah. really dumb villains. Okay, they all have really dumb villains. Yeah. Superman has Toy Man. No, Batman has Toy awesome Man? villains. Toy Man. Yeah. <laughs> Superman also has oh, Mr. Where? Mixes Pitlick. Who is an interdimensional demon who can only be who has magic that can defeat Superman? Who can only be sent uh, sent back to his alternate okay. dimension by saying his name backward? Okay, but <laughs> we have to acknowledge that the worst villain is actually Batman villain. Big Fu. Condiment King. 
No, Egg Fu is worse. <laughs> I just Ooh, Batman has some disagree. horrible. Batman, ha- <laughs> Batman has some really bad ones, but he's got the best ones in the DC universe. That's I true. Feel. That's true. Anyway, moving on. Shannon, Sorry. why don't you tell us about Wonder Woman? Wonder Woman. Um, so <laughs> I wanted um, to read this little bit about the creator. So they did a movie about him this year too, and I didn't see it, and I wish I had yeah. now at this moment. It's on my booty. Oh, is it? Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, William Moulton Marston, um, who invented the polygraph, apparently, no. interesting, um, was uh, wanting to come up with a new kind of superhero, and it says one who would triumph not with fists or firepower, but with love. Um, and it was his wife that wanted him to make the superhero woman, which I respect. Um, but anyway, Wonder Woman is from... Um, <laughs> gonna mess up that name again but um she's from the island of Themyscira yes nice. um and uh so she's an amazon and she lives there with all of the other amazonian women um and i mean at least with the origin story that we got earlier this year in the wonder woman movie um she's there kind of they're all minding their own business it seems like fighting um I, uh, solving, resolving conflicts like as they come to them, but kind of staying there in their own worlds. It's that's the impression I've gotten from other things. But um, then in the movie that we saw this year, we have Steve Trainer, um, an American who crashes into the island, and Steve Trevor. Trevor, yes. sorry, <laughs> dang it. It's okay. Their names are too close. But. When you consider who's like in the Justice League, you have a Clark, a Bruce, <laughs> a Barry, a Diana, a Victor, a Vic, and uh, Arthur. Arthur, yeah. They are the worst. These names. were definitely yeah. not co- the characters created in the 40s and 50s. No. <laughs> Arthur, pass me that French fried sandwich. You've got Bruce. <laughs> <laughs> um. But Steve Trevor comes and um, it's in the middle of World War One, and basically uh, Diana decides that in order to stop who she thinks it's Ares, the god of war, that has been causing this war amongst the world of men. Um, and so she decides to leave the island in order to kind of help get rid of Ares. But um, I don't know. The ending of that movie, I'm, it's... There is Aries, but there's also kind of not Aries, right? <laughs> like, it's also just men being horrible to humans being terrible to one another. And so, um, for that reason, she's sort of on Earth to stop that. Um, her alias is Diana Prince. Is there anything else I, <laughs> that we need to say about that? In the movies, she's... Um, like, she fell in love with Steve and... The device I don't love so much is that, like, this whole time she just kind of shut down and, like, she was sad about his death and then didn't do a whole lot and still thinks of him. But, I mean, it was, like, 60 years. or I have lots of problems with this. We'll we'll get to it. There's some motivation problems there. All right. Anyway. Sorry. Did you talk about her her lasso and her bracelets? No. So, abilities. I mean, like, Superman basically super strong, super speedy kind of flies and mm-hmm. things all of that but then she's got um all of these weapons to help her too so she's got the lasso of truth mm-hmm. um, which she can wrap around people to get them to tell the truth um which is interesting coming from the the guy who invented the polygraph he's got a yes. device to make people you know have to tell the truth that's fantastic um then she has her bracelets which both like 
Um, some bullets like going off in the other direction, so she's not harmed. And there's a really cool part in the new movie involving the bracelets. Um, but she also can like clink them together and have kind of a what would you say like a supersonic sort of boom to yeah like destroy everything in her yeah. path. So that's cool. Um, I'm aware I haven't seen a lot of Wonder Woman in other contexts, but I'm aware that she has the invisible jet as well. And it seems like fans are pretty disappointed that hasn't come up in. <laughs> She, movie, had, she had a sidekick talking tiger that almost made it into the Patty Jenkins movie. Oh, well, yeah. that should have been a thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a tiger that would talk uh, and give her advice, which, I, I, having watched Wonder Woman, thank heavens it's not in there, but it almost <laughs> was. So yeah. yeah. And, the, and with all of these, like there have been so many iterations that and sometimes Wonder Woman can fly in this particular mm-hmm. universe. She can't. She can just jump really far. Well, yeah. but she does kind of like... She uh, doesn't like fly. When she's fighting Ares, she like... She, she uh, yeah, I don't know. It's 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 undefined if she can actually fly or not in this universe, and she's had plenty of opportunities to actually be like, oh hey, soups, I can fly too, and she hasn't. So <laughs> I mean, I don't, I don't know. Like she hasn't really been given a lot of opportunities. And like I and like I said, <laughs> she had a talking tiger, which is not in there. You know, yes. and in the nineties, she turned into a biker gang chick, which you know mm-hmm. was awful and terrible, and they should feel bad for making it. <laughs> yeah. All right, moving on. Uh, Tana, tell us about Aquaman. Uh, okay. Which um, Aquaman version are we talking okay. about? So, that's what I was say. so the original old Aquaman, um, like his kind of backstory is that his dad was a famous deep sea explorer and discovered this lost city of Atlantis and all of these texts and things. And using this Atlantean wisdom um, taught his son how to live underwater and breathe underwater and stuff. Uh, con- converse with fish. Mm-hmm. Um, later iterations actually had it that, um, Ar- that so Aquaman named his, I guess, alter ego, Arthur Curry, is the son of a lighthouse keeper. Like his dad is a lighthouse keeper mortal. And um, I think her name is Atlanta. She is the queen of Atlantis. Um, so he is this kind of like in-between character who is half Atlantean, half mortal, and doesn't fit in either world. Um, and he has like a couple of uh, recurring characters that pop up with him. Mira is one that I haven't seen Justice League, but apparently she pops up there mm-hmm. briefly. Briefly. <laughs> um, so she is uh, like a queen from a water dimension. She's kind of like a mermaid. She can like breathe underwater and stuff. She supports Aquaman. Um, although in some, in so I recently read the Trench. Uh, and she actually was originally like sent to kill him. Mm-hmm. So, but she falls in love with him, and everything's fine. Although they have a rather tumultuous marriage she, in she some storylines. She goes crazy on the regular. Like she's it's always like, oh no, ocean currents, blah, goes crazy. And so At one point, though, to to be fair to her, they have a child, Aqua Baby, and the child dies, Aqua and she baby. goes insane with grief. Yeah. So that's that's, that's, that's a justified yeah. Yeah. losing of it. And then they at the end of the trench. End up with Aqua Dog too. Uh-huh, There's also Aqua Lad. Uh-huh. Yep. I think there was also oh, no. an Aqua, Aqua Girl. They they have all had families. Like Kid Flash is one. Mm-hmm. Like Superboy, Superboy and Co- yeah. Cosmo the Super Dog. Yeah. Um. No wait, that's Marvel. I'm sorry. I'm thinking of just Super Dog. <laughs> yeah. 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 There's definitely a, a dog in there. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Oh, sorry. No, you're fine. Uh. So Aquaman's like main powers in in old ones he could like. 
hold conversations with fishes and they'd come up and chat with him and stuff. In the newer iterations, he doesn't talk to them so much as just control them. Like he uses like a sonic kind of blast and can control them, except for dolphins. Those he actually does speak with because they're a lot smarter and more sentient. He also, this doesn't like get talked about a whole ton, at least not in the stuff that I've read, but he can jump really, like the, similar to the Superman, like the super fast jumps, like he can catapult himself from the water onto the mm-hmm. land and different things like that. Yeah. Um, and <laughs> one of the things that I love is that Aquaman has always felt like a joke character to me. Um, like the SpongeBob SquarePants, Mermaid Man and Barnacle <laughs> yes. Boy. Like or, that, the, or that. the Family Guy jokes. I mean, they make fun of Aquaman all yeah. regular. Like, like, oh my gosh, this, this, and in the trench, that's how the whole world sees him also. <laughs> like, the story world sees him as like, what are you doing here? Yeah. Like, you, you got showed up by Aquaman? Like, gosh, you should just retire. Like, this guy's a joke. And that made me so sad. <laughs> Typical me, though, in so. reading, after reading that story, like, Hawkeye is my favorite Avenger, and now oh. Aquaman is my favorite Justice. Yeah, it's like the underrated ones, and I'm like, yes. oh, but you're actually the best. In, in recent years, they've tried to make Aquaman less of a joke. Like, the DC editors have really pushed Aquaman a lot. Mm-hmm. So, like, in the New 52, his he's basically invulnerable, because he lives under the sea, and there's intense pressure, so his skin is basically impenetrable. Mm-hmm. And... He can go kind of toe to toe with Superman and all this kind of stuff, and it's like there's actually in the first issue of Aqua, it's Aquaman number one of the New Fifty Two. Someone gives him crap for talking to fish, and he's just yeah. like, "I don't actually talk to fish." And they're like, "Oh, would you like a cup of water?" But then he <laughs> foils a bank robber by having a shark come out of the ground and eat the robbers. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, it's like so and then everyone's yeah. like, "Okay, never mind, sorry." Well, and in the plus, trench, he walks oh. into the seafood restaurant, yeah. and they're like, "You can't eat fish." <laughs> Like, them. Yeah, I, I think the so crowning good. jewel of pushing the Aquaman story, though, was having Jason Momoa be yeah. him. So, no arguing there that they are definitely trying to make us a more attractive character. <laughs> yeah. In the movie, he's definitely got his '90s aesthetic because, like, he did, he did have the orange top and the uh-huh. green pants and the big A on his belt buckle for a long time. Yeah, but then in the '90s, he got a black. Like black suit makeover, huge beard, crazy long hair, lost an arm and replaced it with a hook yeah. that was also like a water hook and stuff like that. Everybody got more extreme in the nineties. <laughs> extreme. Extreme. They eat Doritos and drink Mountain Dew. Oh. <laughs> well, in the version with Jason Momoa, was so like bro. <laughs> My man. So yeah, it's a little bit different than yeah. this, even the newest iteration in the comics. Yeah. by quite a bit <laughs> for sure. Sweet. Um, well, I'm gonna talk about Batman next. <laughs> um, so Batman is an interesting character. He is. I think a lot. I think most people know Batman, right? Because there have been so many movies about Batman. His origin story gets retold in every single movie, right? But I'm gonna tell it again anyway. Um, so Batman is um, his alter identity. His secret identity is Bruce Wayne, who is a multi-millionaire, billionaire, playboy type person. Um, he, when he's a kid, his parents, Thomas and Martha, take him out to the theater, and while they are out, they are shot dead in the street. And Bruce Wayne is left an orphan. He is basically raised by his butler, Alfred. Um, and when he gets older, he decides, I'm going to use all my money. And he also, like, runs away and gets martial arts training and junk. Um, and he's also very intelligent. So he decides, I'm going to use my money and I'm going to become this, like, symbol of justice and hope in this crime-ridden city, Gotham. 
Um, so he dresses himself up as a bat because it's supposedly the thing that he fears the most. And uh, he becomes a knight. And, you know, he goes out and he mm-hmm. is a vigilante. And uh, But anyway, so the things about Batman... Obviously, he does not have superpowers. Um, he's rich. It's all, it, he's rich, it's exactly. He's superpower. Uh, um. <laughs> who, let, who let Zack Snyder write jokes? Yeah. He's the Iron Man of this group. Yes. Wealthy billionaire who builds his own stuff. Except yes. a lot less funny. Yeah, without a, yeah, in this iteration, he doesn't have a personality. Yeah. Um, okay. <laughs> yes. Um, but yes, yeah, so he... Uh, his major thing that he does is he's supposed to be the world's greatest detective. Um, as the character has evolved, that has become kind of sidelined to the tech and the gadgets and the martial artsness. Um, but that is supposed to be his key thing is he is the world's greatest detective. Um, he has a number of different sidekicks, including uh, Robin is the most notable one. Um, Robin is played by there are lots of different robins mm-hmm. um and sometimes he is very very mean to his robins as we were and andrew and i were discussing he like hits them he well, there's that famous meme where that, he slaps yeah, them, he slaps them. Um, andrew was we were also talking about how um at one point he's training okay now now this is all-star batman this is all-star so batman. It's, a, it's a it's a different completely insane batman but he like trains his robin by like locking him up in the dark and making him eat rats and it's really so he, he like, pulls like a like a beaver <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah yeah sort of yeah he calls him a retard at one point and yeah, uh he says who do you think i am i'm the gd batman and all this kind of stuff yeah. that story is particularly insane Ooh, yeah um but all anyway right. so <laughs> yeah but that batman aside <laughs> um yeah so robin is uh dick Grayson. Grayson, thank you. I was thinking Clarkson, and I was like, I know that's not right. Um, Dick Grayson, usually, but it is also Jason Todd. Um, his son, Damian Wayne. Damian Wayne is also Robin at one point. Tim um, Drake. Tim Drake. Um, and then he's got other sidekicks like Batgirl. Um, I'm only thinking of Batgirl at the moment, but he has other sidekicks, <laughs> right? There's been a like a whole bat family. There was a yeah. bat woman at one point. Yeah, there's been um, cat cat woman is sometimes yeah, on his side, yeah. sometimes, sometimes not. It's very yeah. it's very confusing. Yeah. Um, um, main villain. So as we briefly talked about, Batman has a lot of really crazy weird villains. Um, Quilt Cal- Man. Quilt Man. Calendar King is another one. Or Calendar Calendar Man. Yeah. Oh I was confusing him and Condiment King. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> um, but, like we talked about, he does also have some of the best villains. Um, Penguin is one of the main villains. I don't think he's one of the best. The best is definitely the Joker. Oh, um, yeah. Like, by far. The Joker is an agent of chaos. Um is like the yin to his yang. Sorry, what? I was just going to say, I think it depends on the iteration of it the Joker. It does. Yeah, okay, you want to talk to me about Suicide Squad? No, we do not want to talk about Suicide Squad. Or Jack Nicholson, to be honest. Oh, yeah. Caesar, Caesar, Caesar Romero's is, oh, yeah. is, he is a gift to humankind. I think what we're saying is that Heath Ledger is the best He's Batman the best villain. Joker. Yes. Period. Yes. But there's also Scarecrow, who is Scarecrow really is very, I, I really like Scarecrow. Um, he, uh, uh, Mr. Freeze is actually a really good villain, Batman and Robin aside. Mm-hmm. Um, what are you talking about? That's the best uh, version. Oh, Ra's al Ghul also. And, uh, Ra's al Ghul uh, and Talia al Ghul. Um, they're both, uh, Ra's al Ghul is immortal because of the Lazarus pits and he can come back and he controls the mm-hmm. League of Shadows. 
Um, no, he's got he's got an, uh, a crazy good array of villains. Mm-hmm. Sometimes he's his allies come back as villains. <gasps> yeah. Oh yeah. There's Jason Todd who comes back as. Spoilers for Red Hood and the Arkham Knight video game. In case anyone. Sorry. <laughs> We're all about spoiling. I was gonna say show this podcast. Oh, <laughs> the subtitle is spoiler alert. So <laughs> yeah, I think. Um, yeah so um one of the biggest kind of batman storylines there was was uh death in the family Mm -hmm. which uh so dick grayson had been robin for a really long time he left and they brought in jason todd and fans hated jason todd Mm -hmm. they hated him and so the dc uh had a call-in line and they they had the joker capture Jason Todd and torture him and then at the end of the episode they blew up the warehouse that he was in and they left it up to the fans they said call this number and vote <laughs> yes or no if you wanted to die oh my God. and so it was up to the fan vote and the fans voted to kill him <laughs> and so the so he's dead and then he oh. so then Batman gets a new Robin eventually I think the next one was Tim Drake mm-hmm. uh, but then Jason Todd actually comes back as the Red Hood a super violent vigilante who's killing mm-hmm. people and all this kind of stuff and Batman has to fight him and then he comes back mm-hmm. as the Red Hood and it's a big reveal that it's Jason Todd he's not actually dead oh my gosh yeah. so they might be leaning toward doing something like that in this current DC universe in Batman v Superman there's a Robin armor that says ha 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 jokes on you Batman mm-hmm. and so it's it, it's theorized that could potentially be Jason Todd's armor that the Joker killed him and so then there could be a Jason Todd out there waiting to do the Red Hood storyline later. Oh, also we should talk about um, so Dick Grayson, Robin also came back as Nightwing. As his own vigilante. As his own vigilante He teams up with Batman occasionally. He took on the mantle of Batman for a little bit while Mm -hmm. Batman was uh, unable to do while Bruce Wayne was unable to be Batman. Mm -hmm. But yeah, he's Nightwing and there have been rumors that Army Hammer might be playing Nightwing in the future. Mm -hmm. Yes. Um, there's been some rumors about that. Yeah. Um, Batman um, also has had a lot of different like iterations. Like there's old Batman and there's the all-star Batman who's like ultra violent and scary. Um, there's future Batman there's and the Batman, Batman Beyond yeah. storylines. Um, um, yeah. And then there's like, there's an alternate history one where Thomas Wayne is still alive and Martha Wayne is the Joker and Thomas Wayne is Batman. Yes. Yeah, so oh. there's an alternate yeah. universe where Bruce was killed in Crime yeah. Alley instead of the parents and, oh. it, and it, the grief drives Thomas Wayne to become Batman and the grief drives Martha Wayne to go insane and become the Joker. Yeah. Hmm. Can I have a quick aside? Mm-hmm. In Batman versus Superman, his parents are played by Negan and Maggie from Walking <laughs> yes. Dead, those actors. And, and so yes. I'm waiting for the storyline that's like zombie apocalypse Batman. <laughs> well, what, I think honestly what they're doing with uh, with Jeffrey D. Morgan, mm-hmm. they cast him because they might do uh, the Thomas Wayne as Batman storyline in the future. There's actually uh, been teases for the Flash's movie if he ever gets so one good. it's called Flashpoint and a mm-hmm. huge part of that is that his past has been changed and Thomas Wayne is the Batman of that reality now huh. so they cast Jeffrey D. Morgan yeah. just in case they ever wanted to have him be the Thomas that's Wayne that's excellent Batman. he should be <laughs> yes I think I think it would be really cool he's yeah. terrifying yeah so sure. he's also going to be in that new Rampage movie I don't know if you saw the trailer anyway sorry mm. I saw Poster. Is this the, the rock one? Am I making this up? No, it's, it's the same one. It looks just like Sarah Drake's and Jumanji. It looks yeah, exactly, exactly like it makes a, 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 a. 
All right. Well, let's really quickly, um, Andrew, you want to wrap it up with talking about Cyborg for us. Yeah, there's not, I don't know a ton about Cyborg. Uh, he's a, he's the leader sometimes of the Teen Titans when Dick Grayson's not around. Mm-hmm. Um, he, his father and mother experimented on him to help increase his IQ and in doing so gave him cybernetic attachments. In this particular uh, universe of the, the, the movie Justice League, uh, he's actually involved in an accident and uh, his father... I keep calling him Miles Dyson, but that's not a little name. Silas Stone um, experiments on him with a mother box, which is the MacGuffin of the Justice League movie. And he gets these cybernetic enhancements and he's able to do all kinds of stuff. He has different guns. He can transform his arms and legs. He can fly. Uh, he can access the internet and access like any camera or anything like that. Um, There's so many different origins. Yeah. Yeah. I'm very glad you're here. Yeah. I read the like Tales of the New Teen Titans, I think it was. And it's it was more of a like from as infants, they like they got this alien baby and like Mm -hmm. implanted its DNA into these different babies because they were the same age and then they grew up and they all had these different things. And so Mm -hmm. he actually gets his suit from like he get goes near the alien's ship and it like attaches to him. Yeah. And like and the the, the old TV show Teen Titans like from the two thousands or whatever is mm-hmm. even different than that. Yeah, and it's, it's that, that iteration is amazing. I love I love that Teen yeah. Titans from the two thousands. It's great. It's so good. Um, it's really good. Uh, if you're looking for the cyborg's great in that one. Um, I love Beast Boy because I'm a sucker for Beast Boy. He's the best. Um, but yeah, he's normally the leader of the Teen Titans. But then in, in the late two thousands, uh, he was offered. Uh, membership into the Justice League um, mm-hmm. and so he is kind of a full-blown member of the Justice League mm-hmm. and then he got rebooted and then he wasn't so uh, that's the thing with comics is everybody is in the Justice yeah. League and not in the Justice League <laughs> everyone is a villain and also a bad a good guy it's like comics everything is Batman's been a Nazi he's been a werewolf I mean they're, they're, oh. he's literally he's been been he's been a, he's been a Russian <laughs> in my favorite story he he's been a Russian uh like dissident, 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 trying to throw off the shackles of a Soviet Superman. Like <laughs> everything has happened to everybody in comics. Yeah. I'm just gonna say that, except for Jimmy Olsen, he's always been put upon. And like I said, that's Superman made him dig his own grave. In Red Sun, he's not put upon. Yes, I guess. He becomes vice president. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. But Lex Luthor was president in that one. That's and true. he's also he's also president in other storylines. And thanks, Jesse Eisenberg. You're never gonna be president because no, you're just never. a crazy man. Sorry. <laughs> Alright, that takes us nicely into let's talk about the movie. Oh gosh. Um, so, all of us have seen it except for Tana. So, spoiler Because Tana's Tana. the only smart one. Yeah, yeah I'm not going to see this film, you, so you know spoil what? away. You know what? I'm gonna, I think I'm going to have to wind up being the advocate here. It's not that bad. Actually, that's what I said too. Yeah. It's really I, not I don't, that bad. If, I watched Batman vs. Superman the night before, and it lowered my it's expectations so, much better so, than so, so, so yeah. low that I actually enjoyed Justice yeah. League. It's so much say, better than Batman vs. Superman. I will say, the plot in this movie, I'm not. we're not going to get into plot for this because... It's a the new movie. You can go see it. It's stupid, but at least it's coherent. It's right? very, yes. it's very, it's very linear. Yeah. Whereas Batman v Superman, like the plot was so like twisted and weird, and people had motivations that didn't make any sense. Like when Lex Luthor tells Superman, "I've kidnapped your mom, so you have to go fight Batman." I was like, "He was gonna fight Batman anyway, Lex." Yeah. We had to Why have did scenes, you do this? We had to have scenes where Jesse Eisenberg tries to shove a Jolly Rancher into somebody's mouth. Yeah. Oh, that's that's not not I'm talking about that fight. Yeah. yeah. 
But anyway, so, so I will bad. say this movie is much more straightforward and coherent. It's actually like it makes sense. I really like the portrayal of Superman in this one. I know that Superman's dead, right. but oh my gosh, he's back. Can you believe it? <laughs> oh, oh my gosh. Nobody what? saw this coming. They hinted at it at the end. Yeah. <laughs> they went versus well, Superman. That's, that's the thing. We were, so Andrew and I were talking about this. You're getting into plot too much. You can't do it. You can't. You can't. They Frankenstein him back to life. They like they like dig up his grave. They like dig up his coffin and they put his corpse in the bath. They take his corpse out of the coffin and put it in like the amniotic fluid from the ship in Batman v Superman. Have you seen Batman v Superman? Okay, yes, I did in theaters. I'm sorry, and that's why I am not seeing this one. I will say, I will say, if Batman v Superman and Suicide Squad have kind of. This is the this is the awkward teenage years of the DCEU where they're transitioning from like their weird, super dark, angry period into a much more hopeful, optimistic, more yeah. approachable. This is also DC saying we're screwing up. Let's just be Marvel now <laughs> because Marvel's so much more successful. Yeah, because it was trying. trying. To, yeah, it wasn't quite there, but it's like trying to be more jokey. And I will say, Scott and I on the Pop Pop Culture podcast. If you would be so kind as to listen, <laughs> but we we uh, <laughs> we we kind of discuss how they're kind of trying to go the Marvel route, but they're also trying to take steps to actually make the Justice League friends. Which isn't really the case. Like the Avengers really? are people with a com- <laughs> the, the Avengers are people with a common goal, who get together and they you know fight bad guys. But Civil War showed that they're not exactly friends. They're you know like Mark Ruffalo said in the Avengers, they're a compound that causes chaos. Whereas with the Justice League, they're trying to be the super friends. Like uh, no, like, <laughs> like, like well the the and the mid credit scene is a race between Superman and the Flash. That part was cute. And they and they give each other a hard time. So like Superman's like, if you lose, you're off the team. And Flash is like, wait, what? And he's like, I'm just kidding, Flash. Calm down. And it's like <laughs> it's kind of this jokey kind of back and forth. Sure. And I'm like, okay. oh, they're friends. Look okay, but that. counterpoint to that, and I know I'm making more work for myself because I'm going to swear and have to bleep it out later. Yay. Batman is a to Wonder Woman. So for yeah, somebody who's I mean, trying to be friends, good. like for if they're trying to make everybody friends, then that scene makes zero sense. I also think it was too soon after the last movie where you have Bat- Batman that just hated Superman and was like, mm-hmm. no, he's like causing all the problems. We need mm-hmm. to end it. He's too powerful for his own good. Mm-hmm. And then in this movie, I think the phrase, uh, what is it, like beacon the of... beacon of hope. Yes, yeah. it comes up how many times and all of a sudden he's just like, <laughs> yeah. no, we need Superman back. He's yeah. the greatest. And there's no transition into that it's just all of a sudden I love him the only transition is that both of their moms were named Martha and all of a sudden all of their irreconcilable moral and philosophical differences I read a really great tweet that was like this dude who was in the theater and he was like I was I was getting ready to like sit down and see the movie and somebody came in and was calling out for their friend and I yelled out Martha and one of them immediately called back how do you know that name (laughs) I saw saw another tweet and I apologize and I know I brought this up the other podcast but I and I apologize I don't know who tweeted this but they said if they're in the DC universe how come they're not called Martha boxes <laughs> yeah um, I had a lot of issues with this movie though I mean all all things put together um, 
there were, there were continuity issues where Cyborg's like, oh yeah, this happened to me on the day the mother box came to life and that was the day Superman died. And I was like, no, because in Batman v Superman, Batman watched a video of you being turned into Cyborg and that was before Superman died. So Thanks for the in. email attachment, Lex Luthor. You're right? the best. I know, that was so convenient. Or like, yeah, and ugh, issues. Um, also, I really, really, really did not like that they... Um, they took some of the lessons learned from the Wonder Woman movie and completely ignored them. Like the fact that Wonder Woman is like, she's the only girl in the group, which is fine, but she's like, hey guys, Frankensteining Superman and bringing him back to life is probably a really bad idea. That could go really wrong for us. And they're just like, nah. yeah, whatever. Okay, so we're bringing Superman back to life now, right? And I was just like, you just completely ignored her. And as a woman, a working woman, I'm like, uh, yeah, no, that's all too familiar territory, and I really don't appreciate it. Yeah. A lot of the goodwill from Wonder Woman, like I was saying before, with her, like, apparently just pining after Steve this whole time, but then you also have, there's a huge difference between Patty Jenkins directing Wonder Woman and Zack Snyder directing And Joss Whedon, for that matter. Yeah, because the whole time I'm like, how much of Gilgadot's butt do we need to see in this movie? Because it was always shot, like... Looking up at yeah. her figure the, instead of just showing her being powerful and cool. There, there was a lot of Batman splaining in this. I felt <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. And if they're trying Whoa. to hint at a romance between the yeah, two, no. I will vomit. Not <laughs> I can't do it. No, we better get our bisexual Wonder Woman in the next iteration. She should not be going after <laughs> Batman. She should because that is like her history, and everybody's like, oh, we finally have like a gay super or a queer superhero, and but they don't. Yet. Show anything? Not so. yet. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, it's fine. It's uh, fine. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'll also vomit. <laughs> I, this is, uh, I don't hate together. Ben Affleck, but like I he do. just has no personality. It's not even that he's bad in the role, but he he has no character. It's written well, very poorly. And, yeah, like, I don't, it's I don't blame so ben bad. Affleck. I don't blame yeah. Ben Affleck because it's like for the same reason I don't really blame Hayden Christensen in the prequels, the Star Wars prequels. It's like. Who could make this direct sound okay? Like, yeah. this is sand. awful. I hate, it's rough. I hate the sand. It gets everywhere. I love the water. I love the water. Oh, no, no. I'm not, I'm not doing it. Not Atlanta. <laughs> We've been watching the prequels this week. I'm so sorry. Um, yeah, so... Um, also, yeah, I think along those lines with Batman, like, they're doing an old Batman, right? So he has this history that presumably we're all supposed to be familiar with, but it's like... Okay, we kind of understand Batman, but this particular iteration of Batman, we don't completely understand yet, and we haven't been given any opportunity to understand him. So yeah, he's very bland as a character because we're supposed to fill in the blanks, but it doesn't work. If it's, if it helps, yeah. there's a there's a fan theory out there, and props to Nick Mason of the Weekly Planet podcast for calling this out. But there's a fan theory that the, that this Ben Affleck Batman is the Michael Keaton Batman. It's the same continuity as uh, that, and it's just uh, and, and it's just what happens to this oh. man when he gets old. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, he's just a murderous, crazy man now. Instead yeah. of just a crazy man who yells, you want to get nuts, it painted clowns in his office. So. <laughs> yeah. Oh, also, um, with Batman, I don't think I mentioned this, but Batman generally has three rules, right? He doesn't kill, he doesn't drink, he doesn't sleep around. He's yeah. broken all of those he rules. Do yeah, I heard <laughs> some he doesn't, uh, the, the not killing one is a Nolan-era translation. He doesn't use guns. 
that's kind of the one rule because the guns. Oh yeah, sorry. His, he doesn't kill. Parents. He doesn't use guns. Yeah. So like, yeah. I mean, he he kills lots of people as we saw, but like he's using guns to kill them in Batman v Superman mm-hmm. and wasting parademons. But those are those are kind of like robots and aliens. It's well, just like faceless. parademons in this movie. They set up as their dead enemies of Steppenwolf that have been reanimated oh, as. Yeah, yeah, but there's no there's no 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 no. If we're not doing spoilers, Steppen- sorry. It's not that we're not doing spoilers. It's just that we're not gonna get. The villain of Steppen, this movie is just so bad. He looks like a badly done video game character. Yeah, it's Steppenwolf is Doomsday with lines. That's all you need to know. Yeah. So. Oh, as long as yes, we are Courtney. still on the topic of... Sorry, I raised my hand. As long as we are still yes. on the topic of the movie, before we change the subject, we have to talk about Henry Cavill's face. Yeah. Um, so if you How were not we aware... How much we No, not in this movie. Oh. Other movies. Yes. What? Um, he's a handsome man. He is a handsome man. Um, <laughs> sorry. Uh, no, so for those of you who are not aware, Henry Cavill had a, a previous engagement with another movie for another studio. In Mission which, Impossible. Mission Impossible, yeah. yes, thank mm-hmm. you. Which he was contractually obligated to grow out a real mustache for. Was he actually contractually obligated? Uh, or is it that's just what? A... Were you saying that? Or were, what yeah. are you doing? We're saying yeah, that. It, like, con- it, it was required. It's that fundamental to his character to have a mustache? That's what, what I heard. The... <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing, Paramount? <clears throat> anyway, so he had to grow out a mustache and was not able to shave it for... Batman, or sorry, for this movie, Justice League. Um, so during all of filming, he had a mustache, and they said, okay, we just have to use CGI to get rid of it, which is so backwards to me because it is way easier to CGI on a mustache than CGI off I a mustache. I still say, though, that's money that Paramount would have to pay. It's not that's their true. problem. Well, that's yeah, it's, it turned into a pissing match between yeah. Paramount and yeah. Warner Brothers. Warner Brothers. Well, and, they and I completely screwed understand. screwed up that. and had to be reshoot, <laughs> so... But yeah, I and know. I completely understand um, that because, yeah, it's like... Paramount shouldn't have to make more room in their budget for CGIing off or CGIing on right. a mustache. But I mean, we also have like you know facial wigs and things that you can use. Is that where the is that where the special effects CGI budget went? It was to Henry Cavill's instead of instead of the Probably. Amazons being realistic. Is yeah. that or well, that was also yes, that yeah, too. that also had to do with the costuming. <laughs> <sighs> okay, um, but Henry Cavill in this movie. Oh, oh my gosh, stop. <laughs> Um, Sorry. In this uh, in this movie, Henry Cavill's the lower half of his face looks like a cartoon for most of the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, so enjoy that. Yeah, have fun with that. Have you, see, have you was, seen that Subway commercial where like the top half of the guy is eating the sandwich yeah. and the bottom half is doing like, legs like are kicking around? Yeah. It's kind of like that. It looks like the bones on the bottom half of his face are disconnected from the bones on the top half of his face. Mm. It's very disturbing. <laughs> yes. Yep. Maybe it was some kind of Harry Potter, you know, that spell where they're trying to like. <laughs> His arm breaks. And it's oh, see, I, I thought you were. Gonna, I thought you were going to go Voldemort on the back of Coral's head. That oh, too. <laughs> yeah, peak Uncanny great. Valley. <laughs> I never thought I would reach Uncanny Valley with a man's upper lip, but uh, there you go. Here we are. Um, yeah. So moving on, uh, Shannon has uh, okay. found an awesome. I'm like, wait, I can't. We, we can't just keep ranting. In honor of <laughs> Justice, Justice League. Um, yeah, I mean. See it if you want. I don't know. I think it's worth. I'd say it's worth seeing. I think it's worth renting. 
Yeah, pro- that's more it. <laughs> I wouldn't go see it in the theater. <laughs> and I shan't. <laughs> Good for you, Tana. Uh, okay, um, so we have a fun thing we're going to try. Um, there's a BuzzFeed quiz, and we'll post it on Facebook and Twitter. Uh, which member of the Justice League are you? And so we're all going to take this quiz and find out which superheroes we are. Okay. Um, if you want to follow along, audience, go for it. But... Um, all right, everyone prepared to take it as I read them? I'm ready. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Are you an introvert or an extrovert? Mm. Introvert. introvert. 100%. Uh, everybody's I'm, an introvert. I'm putting extrovert because okay. I, I feel like I'm both. <laughs> You're allowed to be extrovert. It's <laughs> fine. I feel like I'm both. No. But yeah, okay, sure, sorry. All right, fight or flight? Are we talking about superpowers or? I think it's probably going to come down to that. If you like, if you're in a conflict, do you fight or do you flight? (laughs) All right, all right, fight. That's me. Okay, I fight for my right to party. I know. (laughs) (laughs) Whatever is like the superhero that runs off when a conflict starts, that is going to be the Flash. Yeah. Um, Oh, we didn't even talk about Ezra Miller in that movie. He's a darling. At least, at least he's got a better haircut than he does in Fantastic Beasts. Yeah, he's cute. Okay, sorry. Back to the point. Maybe Andrew can explain this a little bit to you. Choose a comic book era. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if I know differences between these, but we have the Golden Age, the Silver Age, the Bronze Age, and the Modern Age. Okay, yeah. So the Golden Age was kind of in the, the very first iterations of Superman, Batman, all that kind of stuff in the 40s. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, 40s so and 50s, I think, right? The 40s and 50s. And then the Comics Code Authority came in and kind of clamped down on stuff. But then after that was repealed in like the 60s and 70s, you had the Silver Age. The Bronze Age is the 80s and sort of the 90s. And then mm-hmm. the modern era is obviously like basically from 2000 forward. Yeah. I like the complexities of the modern age. Like, I like the, how, like, deep they are. So. Me too. I kind of want to choose the Bronze Age because I kind of want to be an extreme 90s person. <laughs> All right. Tana, I know, we're going to be the same. <laughs> uh, um, what superpower would you have? Clairvoyance, control over water, super strength, invisibility, rapid healing, or flight? See, the superpower, that, the superpower that I always say I would have is not on here. But my superpower would be manipulating chance. So that way, oh, if I wanted to fly, oh. I could make it 100% chance that I could fly. Boo. Uh, that's if I, a cheater I was going to say, that's like I wish for a thousand wishes. I know. I know. But, see, but you were all on board before I gave you an yeah. example. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go... Um, I, just, I do just want to say... That is the original Scarlet Witch's powers. Is really? yes. So Scarlet Witch is so cool. Yeah. So Scarlet so Witch originally. So yeah, Scarlet Witch originally <laughs> controlled probabilities. So basically, it was like, how probable would it be this this wall melts down in front of me, so I can get in there? Well, not very probable. Well, now it is. Yeah, so. quite probable. My but the one I, I want sorry. isn't on here either because I would be um kind of like Nightcrawler, like teleport. Oh, teleportation. Teleportation. Yeah. yeah. There we go. I'm uh, going to say flight, though, of these. But I'm going to say water, rapid healing. That's my my waterbending buddy controls nice. over water. Nice. nice. All right. uh, <coughs> wait, I don't like any of these Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'd probably be invisible. Okay, let's just go with that. Oh, these are Marvel superheroes. Yep. So, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, so choose okay. your favorite Marvel superhero. Who's <laughs> hmm. <laughs> much more knowledgeable than I will fill in the ones I don't know. We've got Captain America, Wolverine, Iron Man. I wanted to say that's Hawkeye. It is Hawkeye. Is it Hawkeye? Okay? That's, that's comic, that's comic uh, Hawkeye right there. With, with the, the Doesn't suit. it look like he has... Is that an H on yeah. his head? It looks like an M. That's why I was confused. Hawkeye. Oh, it's, like, um, but it's like a hawk-shaped H. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Oh, 
Oh, fascinating. Okay, and then <laughs> final two. Oh, that's Cable, um, who's going to be in the Deadpool sequel coming up. Mm-hmm. He's a time-traveling mutant. He's played by Josh Brolin. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, so you can expect Thanos jokes in Deadpool 2. Yep. <laughs> and then the last one is Phoenix. And the last yeah, one is, uh, yeah. That's, that's what I'm thinking. Yeah, that's probably where I want to. Awesome. She's so legit. All I right. don't like any of them. <laughs> Go with whatever color you like. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, all right. I'm going to go with the underdog, Hawkeye. All nice. right. Hawkeye is pretty great. <laughs> See, yeah. I, I'm glad that you guys like Hawkeye, too. I like him. <laughs> I also love Jeremy Renner. I mean, part of it is tied to that. I, if only there was some kind of weapon that was, like, faster or stronger than a bow and arrow, I mean, he would be unstoppable, right? <laughs> like, if only we could invent something better than a bow and arrow. But he's so cool! Get a gun, Hawkeye! <laughs> um, what is your weakness? Empathy, easily distracted. Quick temper, easily bored. Insecurity, laziness. Laziness. I'm gonna say, I care too much, but actually it's insecurity, because the reason I didn't pick invisibility is because I know that if I was invisible, I'd get sad that people didn't see me. Aww. So I'm going with insecurity. That's too I'm debating between <laughs> two, the empathy and insecurity. It's probably insecurity. So I'm going with easily distracted. <laughs> okay, choose your side, light or dark. Whoa, oh, wait, wait, no, I that's, a, that's a bonus poll. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Well, in case you all wanted to know, 53% of people wanted light. (laughs) (laughs) That is a much higher number than I thought it was going to be. Okay, bonus pull. Real question now. Choose a historical role model. Um, Some of these two, I'm like not entirely sure. I know we've got George Washington, Mm -hmm. Da Vinci, Jane Austen, Gandhi. Who? I think the, the I think that's Plato and Mary Curie. Mary yes, Curie. Mary oh, Curie. Yeah. Sorry, Mary Curie. <laughs> I'm gonna say Jane Austen because I, I just like her a lot. Yeah, Curie's pretty know. awesome. She she was awesome. Yeah, okay. Mary Curie is awesome. George Washington. Here comes the general. You guys haven't seen Hamilton yet. Correct. Which DC villain do you most despise? <laughs> okay, yeah, so we've got we've got Sinestro, who is a Green Lantern villain, who harnesses the power of fear. Captain, Captain Cold. Cold. <laughs> Captain Cold, who's just a man with a freeze ray. Uh, Tigress, uh, or maybe it's Cheetah Girl. That looks like I, Cheetah Girl. She's got cheetah spots. Yeah, yeah. because I think Tigress is a Marvel heroine that's like a copycat. So, yeah. Cheetah Minerva is what the thing links okay. to. Okay. So. Uh, then there's Darkseid. Uh, Lex Luthor and the Joker. Now, I have a question about this because it says, which DC villain do you most despise? I hate Captain Cold because he's a big loser. I mean, like, (laughs) is that the kind of despise that we're talking about? Or is it, like, the person that you think you would clash with the most? Like, who would be your arch nemesis? Or the Joker terrifies me the most. I hate capitalism, so I'm choosing Lex Luthor. Okay, that's fair enough. That's fair. And Jesse Eisenberg Um, is pretty terrible in that movie, so... Stop talking! <laughs> what I gained from that movie is Mark Zuckerberg <laughs> will become he's, Lex Luthor. Yeah, he's, he's, he's already campaigning. Uh, he's he's playing he's playing Max Landis. He's doing like a Max Landis impression, and it just. I'm gonna pick Sinestro for this. I went with Captain Cold because he's a big loser. What do you want to be? Pro athlete, model, <laughs> uh, police officer, doctor, ISS astronaut, or politician? ISS astronaut. astronaut. Yeah, I love space. There's not like a wonderful option. Going to, I want to be a model. I'm not, <laughs> not going to be a model. 
Are you really incredibly good looking? (laughs) (laughs) Choose a sidekick. Um, I want Green Lantern to be my sidekick. Oh, Beast Boy. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. The shark. The shark is my choice. Yeah, is the the shark just from Aquaman? That's the shark shark that he. That's the shark. That is actually the shark that he summons to eat the bank robber in Fifty Two. Oh, that's totally my choice. Dude, I want Green Lantern to be my sidekick. Green Arrow is another option. Who is this Robin Hood type? So that's Green Arrow. Oh, okay. That's comic book oh, Green Arrow. Like, it looks nothing like Stephen like Amell. Like the CW show. Yeah. Stephen, Stephen, <laughs> Stephen Amell promised he would never grow that stupid goatee. Hmm. So. Yeah, he bad. would probably still I'm definitely picking Green Lantern. Which dog is this? That's Super Dog. So yeah, there was... Yeah, there yeah, was Green, Green Lantern, the Shark, Superdog, Green Arrow, Beast Boy, and Robin. It looks like Tim Drake or Damian Wayne Robin. I'm not sure which yeah. one. I picked uh, Green Lantern because he's actually got superpowers. True, but yeah. a shark. A okay. shark. I mean, Green Lantern is a little bit lame. A shark. Yes, but, but Green Lantern could come up with a construct of a shark that's just as that's dangerous true. as a shark, but it could also have chainsaws He's for He's only things. limited by the powers. <laughs> oh my gosh, you mean that we would have uh, an evil dead shark? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Or we could Changing have, my vote. Or we could have sharks with freaking lasers on their heads if you want to go a little bit yeah. lower on He's the only laser. limited sharks. by the power of his imagination uh, and also the color yellow. Sometimes, sometimes, he was an all-star Batman, Batman knocked him out and put him in a room completely painted in yellow, and he painted himself and Robin head to toe in yellow, telling him that he could kill Green Lantern, but he won't, because Batman's insane. But remember this from now on. Yes. (laughs) All right. Yes. moving on. Batman is nuts. Where would you like to live? Um, I mean, so I know... cities. Yeah, Yeah. so I know you've got, like, Metropolis and Gotham Mm -hmm. and and a jungly type place. So, yeah, it looks... you know what these other are? Yeah, so it looks like um, the one on the top left there is Mars, uh, like the Martian Mm -hmm. Manhunter. There's Gotham in the middle. Um, It looks like Star City or Central City there. Um, Then there's... (laughs) Metropolis in the bottom left, uh, just some random jungle. That's Metropolis? Probably the Nasura is what it's supposed I was to be. Oh, uh, mm. yeah, it could be that. Um, you just pick the one that looks the best to you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. That one. Oh, Mars. I, oh, man. I got oh. my results. Oh. Are yeah. the same? <laughs> I'm the Martian Manhunter. No, I'm Aquaman! <laughs> <laughs> yes! I'm the Martian Manhunter. Yes. Did we both yes. get Green Arrow? I got Green Arrow! <laughs> No, okay, Green Arrow okay. is the worst. <laughs> no, you have to, we have to read the... the we have yeah, to read okay, the you guys read Green Arrow. Ugh. Okay. Green Arrow is an on-again, off-again member of the Justice League because he prides himself on being an independent thinker. Like Green Arrow, you also think for yourself, and you rarely accept other statements without satisfactory proof. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Tana. <laughs> uh, Martian Manhunter. When Martian Manhunter isn't busy using his telepathy to poke around in the minds of others, he's usually stuck inside his own head and is very critical of himself. A deeply introspective member of the team, Martian Manhunter is often seen as reserved, despite the fact that he is very social. Uh, besides that last part, very social? This is correct. <laughs> I was going to say, that sounds like me to a team. That's I know. I, I didn't pick Mars at the end, end, and I feel like that threw off my result. I picked Mars so I could be Mars <laughs> I shouldn't have picked Captain Cold. You and I are going to have to retake the skin. Yeah, I'm... Uh, Wait, I'm going to read 
Aquaman now. Do it. Aquaman is often the butt of a joke, but without merit. Uh, he's the dark horse of the Justice League. At times, Aquaman is outgoing, sociable, and a reliable asset to the team. At other times, however, Aquaman seeks solace under the scene, becomes more introverted and reserved, and less reliable. Narrows. Less reliable. Singing the Dark Horse song for you, Kate. <laughs> dark Horse. <laughs> Oh, well, I. That's the Dark Horse. I always start thinking of Bad Horse from Dr. Horrible Singing. Oh, Bad Horse, Bad Horse, Bad Horse. But that was good too. Beautiful. Well, that was fun. That was fun. Thanks for finding that quiz. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. Okay, cool. So, are we doing recommendations? Let's do recommendations. To read? Yes, let's do that. So. Okay, Justice League, we've kind of already talked about the movie, like, it's a rental. I mean, if you, yeah. yeah. And if you like them, it's probably, I feel like kids would enjoy yeah. this too. My uncle was yeah. asking about taking his kids. I'm like, your yeah. kids would probably like that more than you will. It depends on the kid and how old they are, I would say. Yeah. If you dislike the uh, DC run of, like, the Man of Steel and Superman, Batman v Superman era Superman, where he's, like, dark and brooding and all this kind of stuff, I definitely think this is a step in the right direction. So if you feel like, oh, I don't like that Superman, that's why I don't want to go and see it, you can go see it because Superman's better. <laughs> yeah, he's a little bit more Boy Scoutish. But if you didn't like Birdie Ben Affleck, you're still going to get a whole lot of that. Yeah. <laughs> um, if, you like, if you like Sassy Alfred, definitely. I Sassy love Sassy, I love Sassy Alfred. He's, he's my, he's my favorite he's kind of Alfred. The best. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I also will say that I went to see it on Thursday night, so... Like, you know, night before, midnight release, whatever. Sure. Um, and there were a lot of DC fanboys in there, and oh. they loved it. There was applause after that movie ended, yeah. which I did not understand. I, there, I didn't there was get not that applause. Applause. Yeah, like, stop. <laughs> there was not applause in mine. However, like, after the end credit scene, I heard somebody go, that end credit scene alone was worth the price of the oh ticket. And I was like, you are wrong. <laughs> person, but you are entitled well, to it was just It was just Flash Thompson with terrible hair dye. <laughs> I did kind of feel that way about the Amazonian scenes I really enjoyed because there's a bit with Steppenwolf. They're all just trying to take them down, and it's just cool. They're so yeah. strong and awesome. Yeah. In spite of the metal bikinis. And yeah, scantily yes. dressed, I was going to say. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, but in let's, spite of that. Yeah. Yeah. But let's move on to recommendations <laughs> for things to read as far as comics and graphic novels go. I said this earlier, I really liked The Trench. It's an Aquaman one. I thought so that that good. was A+. Plus. I also, I swear by this, um, it's called A Superman for All Seasons by Jeff Loeb and Tim Sale. Uh, it kind of parallels A Man for All Seasons and this idea of conscience and like how much you should do and what your role should be. Mm -hmm. um, it's got It's in four seasons and it's told by different characters. So Lex Luthor tells a chapter, Lana... Uh, Lang tells a chapter, um, I think Lois Lane tells one, and then um, Clark Kent's dad tells mm. one, Pa Kent. So it's nice. worth a read. Nice. Cool. I'm going to recommend Red Sun. Yes. Um, it's an <laughs> alternate. You stole it so good. <laughs> <I'm>, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We were all going to say it, I think, if you yeah. did it. It's, it's great. It's an alternate um, version of Superman where he, he lands in, on Earth 12 hours later, and that puts him in the Ukraine. Um, in the middle of the Cold War, so he is like a tool of the communist government, and he ends up becoming the leader, and like he unites the world under communism, but people don't have like free will, and he's like 
lobotomizing people and making them into like robots that are compliant and Lex Luthor becomes ultimately the savior of the world because he is elected president of the United States. Still kind and... of a jerk. But... Oh yeah, he's yeah. dead. Oh, no. <laughs> but it's, it's uh, what I love about that story is just like I grew up thinking Lex Luthor bad, Superman good, and then mm-hmm. to see kind of how they would, uh, how it depends on kind of your almost your point of view for who's good and who's bad. Like I think Lex Luthor actually does a really good job of being portrayed as almost a hero in the story. Mm-hmm. It's it's really pretty good, yeah, which good. is what you want from Lex Luthor instead of just a weird foppish crazy man who. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> Jesse. So, why couldn't he have just been? Why couldn't he just been Jimmy Olsen? Why couldn't he just been Jimmy Olsen? He he auditioned for the role of Jimmy Olsen um, in Batman v Superman because uh-huh. the idea was they were going to have a big actor, a big name, be Jimmy Olsen. And they were going to shoot him in the face and have him be dead. So people were like, "Oh, just he has to be Jimmy Olsen," and then he dies in the first five minutes. What? But they love what he did so much that they completely miscast him as <laughs> as Lex Luthor. And he's coming back. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, that's a yep. spoiler. I was but... hoping that they would like have Brian Cranston come in and have be Jesse Luthor. Eisenberg be like his son. Why and he comes back and it's just like I wasn't now that really dead. Brian Cranston. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, right? I watched because um, I think Tana, you had said been. to do Batman Year One, and I watched uh-huh. the animated oh, yeah. movie uh-huh. of it. And Brian Cranston is um, oh, what's his name with. Uh, Batman, the cop, oh, <laughs> Jim, Jim, Gordon. Jim Gordon. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> He's Gordon throughout it, and anyway. Oh. Yeah, no, yeah. Batman Year One, that animated one's really good. That comic yeah. is very good the comic too. Comic is also amazing. Yeah, yeah, it's very good. That was fun. Yeah. Andrew, what do you recommend? Whew. Um, if you've read some comics in the past, uh, Batman: The Dark Knight Returns is a really good one. It kind of assumes some knowledge of the DC universe, but it's basically an old Batman um, who. The climax winds up where he beats Superman, um, but he's kind of rising up to take Gotham back from these new age punks that are taking over and all this kind of stuff. <laughs> it's it's really very good. If if that's not your kind of thing, I um, Batman: The Long Halloween is really good. Um, it's a story of the crime families, the Marconi and the Falcone fa- uh, crime families feuding in Gotham, and um, every holiday, every main holiday there's like a, a grisly murder or something like that so it takes Batman almost a whole year to kind of figure it out and he has to he has to use Calendar Man to be able to try to figure it all out all this kind of stuff so um, it's very good I'd also uh, recommend um, oh I just oh All-Star Superman um, kind of encapsulates Superman so if you're looking for just kind of a, a good modern entry into Superman All-Star Superman is, is fantastic so great Shannon yeah, um, I haven't read a lot, but I liked everything I read, and some of them have been mentioned already. Um, we haven't brought up The Killing Joke. Um, yes. I mean, it's definitely, it was terrifying in some parts, like yeah. the the uh, illustrations, too, are just really scary, but um, I don't know, the way it reads is almost like a poem, it's just this kind of blip, and I, I'm a sucker for backstory of villains, too, and it kind of gives you Joker backstory that's interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, so I liked that and another one was um, Flash from I don't know if that's the new 52 or it was Move Forward the first one of mm-hmm. this like new line of his stuff yeah. I liked that one a lot too because I just think the Flash is cute and kind of like neurotic <laughs> and introverted but he um, 
like the speed force he thinks is making him like create these wormholes that people then get sucked into and so it's kind of like we have these superpowers but at what cost do we use them mm -hmm. like at what point does it start hurting other people rather than helping so mm -hmm. i kind of liked that theme in it great cool well we're gonna go ahead and wrap, wrap up this episode um Join us next time where we are going to be discussing the pop culture things that we are grateful for in honor of Thanksgiving. Um, yeah. If you are listening on iTunes, please uh, rate, review, subscribe. Um, if you are listening on our website, feel free to like the episode, give us a comment or two. Um, you can also follow us on Facebook, facebook.com slash popculturefootnotes, or on Twitter at PCFootnotes. Um, if you have an idea for an episode topic that you want us to cover, please email it to us. Um, we are looking at episodes we're going to be doing in the coming year, and we want your recommendations. So email us at popculturefootnotes at gmail.com. Uh, thank you to Preston Judd, DJ PJ, for our theme song. And uh, I think that's it for us this week. Oh, and, and yes, <laughs> sorry, Andrew, uh, like we said, is joining us from Pop, or Pop, Pop Culture. Um, so how can people... Find your uh, stuff. Yeah, so we're on iTunes, uh, Pop Pop Culture. You can also search for uh, my name, Andrew Stevens, or Scott Champion as uh, the other author on that, or the other artist that's listed on there. Uh, this week we're doing a review of Justice League. We're also talking the big news about uh, 20th Century Fox being sold to not just Disney, but Sony or potentially Warner Brothers as well. Uh, we also discuss... Um, we're, we, well, I forgot what the other news item was. <laughs> that was dumb. <laughs> um, but yeah, you can find us on iTunes. Uh, you can find us on Twitter at Pop Pop Culture PD. I'm doing a live uh, live tweeting rewatch of the Star Wars saga leading up to Last Jedi. So I've already done episodes one and two. Going on to episode three. Oof. Hooray! Yay! I, think, I still think that's the best of the prequels. There, it, but yes, but it's like that's asking, not saying much. But it's like asking which throw up is the least offensive. <laughs> like, oh boy. Um, so yeah, and, um, I'm gonna take a break on Thanksgiving. I'm not gonna retweet one, so we'll be taking over with uh, episode three this Monday, and then Rogue One the next Monday. Uh, you can also f email us at pop culture uh, pop pop culture pod at gmail. Find us on Facebook at pop culture pod. Um, right. Yeah. Uh, it's lots of fun. I hope to see you guys there. Yeah, great. Um, well, I think that's it for us this week. Um, bye. 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 bye.